Hey everyone, thanks for checking back in with the Indie Basketball Podcast. We got a brand new episode for you today. We got Josh Berwanger, who you may know from the anniversary. We're going to have a great discussion about basketball, about coaching basketball. Uh, Before that, I want to give a shout out that we recently launched our first ever half court sessions. Super proud of it. Go check it out. It's with String Machine. Um, We got two songs on YouTube and then you can check a third track exclusively on Patreon. If you want to support us on Patreon, you get access to that along with a bunch of other stuff. Can't thank everyone involved enough. Thanks, Mike, for for shooting and directing. Thanks, Grang Machine, for for coming on. It's great, but go check it out. I'm really happy with how it came out. Hoping to do a lot more of those. So back to our conversation with Josh Berwanger. Enjoy. Of. I'm in Chicago. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I in proper. Yes, I am okay. uh, in Ukrainian village in Chicago. I, I uh, grew up in, um, I was born in East Chicago and I lived in Munster, Indiana for a while. Oh, okay. That, ex- that explains uh, your, your basketball fandom then. Yeah. Okay. That makes are we sense. Just, are we just getting into it though? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I feel like we'll, okay. we'll get right into it. Um, but yeah, so you grew up in Chicago then. Yeah, I mean, well, until I was like 10, yeah. then I moved to Kansas. But I don't know. I, I like, I feel I grew up pretty fast. I mean, in, you know, in third grade, I was already buying heavy metal records and <laughs> watching horror movies, you know? Yeah, so it sure. was like, it was weird. It was tough, like actually making that move to Kansas. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure going, it's a, different kind of uh, a scene for sure but i mean you you once you got to kansas you had a lot of good company it seems yeah it took a while i was <laughs> friend, i didn't i sat in my room playing guitar and watching horror movies for about let's see sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade until about sophomore year so i was pretty depressed for like four years <laughs> well not really i mean i just sure. didn't have like a, a really good friend base until like about end of sophomore year understandable yeah watching a lot of nick at night <laughs> monster vision Dead bob briggs listening to records playing guitar and that's probably why i'm kind of like a reclusive person in general so sure but i mean hey kansas big big for college basketball at the very least yeah yeah, yeah. there's it's a great high school scene also uh-huh. it's a great um they're uh obviously college basketball but you know i mean that's coming from i was coming from like damon bailey and uh you know, Bobby Knight to yeah. uh, Roy Williams. Uh, good teams, uh, Paul Pierce and all that. So, mm-hmm. for born sure. A, yeah. Born a Hoosier, died a Jayhawk. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, usually, I like to start talking a little music first. Um, yeah, and whatever. one question I like to ask uh, What are you listening to right now? Well, gee. Um, I am so all over the place. <laughs> a lot of people default to old standards, and especially the past few years, totally understandable there. Well, what's that mean? 
Like just you know what's comfortable. You listen to the stuff you you're you're comfortable with. Oh and- no, I like I like I, I'm all over. I like to get uncomfortable. So oh nice. Um, I like to push and like hear. I, I obviously yeah, I definitely love old standards, but I love to find out like a lot of um underground hip hop stuff. I've kind of been really into. Mm-hmm. Um, I really dove deep during quarantine. Um, now I've been like, there's this dude, he is super cool. His name's professor pickles. <laughs> Love the and name alone. Yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> he's doing the art for my new record, the Gemini parks record. And, um, he is, I just talked to him on the phone for the first time, um, a week ago about mm-hmm. design and art and music. And it just blew my mind. He like, you know, sometimes you meet someone and you're like kind of like running on this like, I don't know, circular path of just kind of doing the same thing. And then you talk to someone and they tell you how they see life or they see ideas or how they see visions of art. And he w- blew my mind and inspired me and like kind of like just started pushing creative um, energies again. Um, but he anyways, he put he puts out records like only on vinyl Mm -hmm. um and they're the most beautiful pieces of art they're all like super limited and they're all like the kind of compilations but kind of um totally illegal like but you know (laughs) like no permission to do it but he only presses 250 and that's kind of the art Mm -hmm. of it as well and each pressing is complete each each one you get is completely different than the last one. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do with the Gemini Park stuff also. But anyway, so I've been listening to those on repeat. Besides that, um, a lot of like late 70s, early 80s boogie music. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing some jazz stuff recently. I'm, I wake up in the morning and it's like Simpsons or ESPN on mute and then records You're speaking flying. my language. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I actually, I have a, a Simpsons tattoo. What is, that, what is that stone cutters? It sure is. Hell yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's on almost, but it's normally, it goes back and forth. It's sometimes like on mute and then records are playing. I just mm-hmm. like, I have to have stuff kind of always going just or my mind always on in the background. Go, yeah. As yep. you can see, probably already. I mean, yeah, you're like, like you mentioned, like, does it look all right? I'm like, yeah, your setup looks awesome right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty um, insane, I guess. Well, <laughs> I don't think so, but other people come over and say that. So I then I say it thinking it is when I'm like, oh, no, it's normal. <laughs> no, but, it's awesome. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, what are you listening to at the moment? Um, again, also all over the place. I've been I've been trying to find a lot of newer kind of smaller stuff uh i've been listening to span string machine mm-hmm. um what i've been listening to i'm also like i'm actually i'm going to pitchfork this weekend so i've been listening to lucy dacus and okay uh, yeah, yeah. i'm catching up on a lot of stuff like that um mm-hmm. yeah just i i i don't binge one like one or two artists hard I, I spread out listening to a ton of stuff. So like okay. when I look at, I have last FM. So when I look at what I listen to, it's really across the board spread out. There's never like one artist who's like stacked, you know? Okay. Yeah. No. So I'm always kind of like switching it up and stuff, but yeah, yeah that's, I, I like, I like checking out like bands like string machine and, um, 
there's a band called Shelter Heart. It's really cool. A lot of okay. really small stuff that through indie basketball I've been able to find, which has been cool. That's excellent. There's a really cool, like sort of underground, uh, hip hop artist from, well, there's many from Chicago, but one, um, I found during lockdown goes by I am God. It's one word G A W D, but okay. he's super. I think he has some really great stuff. He has one song called um, "With Chicago." Uh, what is it from? With Chicago, from Chicago with hate. It's a, it's okay. a great song. He's I'll definitely cool. check that out. I almost drove up there to see him play live a couple of months ago, but oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm there was dry, uh, another like kind of more local. Uh, hip hop artists called Flowers, like L F L O. I know that. F yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. So those, I was listening. I first discovered it like last week, and the beats just like were like blew my mind because they were like yeah. really intense stuff. Uh, yeah, cool. So you mentioned Gemini Parks. I know you know you did anniversaries <laughs> for so long. What what is the deal with Gemini Parks? Tell us a little bit. Well, I, you know, like really, anniversary wasn't so long. It was like. As I was thinking about this recently, I was talking, you know, to someone, Ojenko, the drummer, I was just mm-hmm. like, it was such a short run, but it, it felt like a long time. Mm-hmm. But technically, it's like the first record came out in 2000, and then the last record came out in 2002, and then we broke up in 2003, you know? Yeah, so it was a, that's like true. A, but we did some, we were constantly touring, so it mm-hmm. seemed like it was a really long time. Um, but you had a, you guys kind of came back and did a run, what, 2016? Yeah, we've been doing just little like, yeah. you know, just, it's mainly an excuse to hang out with each other. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, it's, it's super excellent that people still dig it, but like, and that's great. I, so awesome. Very appreciative. But yeah. ultimately it's like when else would we get a chance we don't get a chance to hang out right. if not but uh but yeah so the new things gemini parks it's my new thing um we're releasing the first single like you know uh a little ha- the end of july beginning of august something okay. like that so it's um that's my main focus would people um, expect very different than your previous stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay what, yes. do, you have, do you have a, a, a hint as to what, what, what it might sound like? <sighs> well, I, I've describing been, your music, I'm sure, is a tough task. No, it's one. I mean, it's, it just comes with that. It's just one of the things you got to do. Yeah. Um, I've kind of just decided to like, OK, I, I'm settling with like punk funk because um, I think Rick James called his music funk punk. So I'm going to say punk funk. <laughs> it's just um and everywhere in between because i think the first time i told someone i was like look i wanted to make a record with like stuff i would dj which is like soul disco mm-hmm. hip-hop some glam um and some pop and you know i've been making these records since then that are more just like basically like format rock and roll songs yeah and I don't really listen to that ever, even at home. So that the idea was to make something that I listen to, which is so mm-hmm. obvious, but you know, um, and that is uh, what 
gem, but when I, yeah, so yeah, I was describing it to someone. I was like, well, it's a little bit funk. It's a little <laughs> bit hip hop. It's a little bit pop. It's, and then I would like started feeling like I'm a jam band, like a frat right, boy right. jam band. And I was like, eh, I got to come up with this, some sort of name for this. Sure. I mean, what, what you're describing kind of re- makes me immediately think of, I don't know if you've listened to Salt. I have every one of their records and every variant on vinyl of their records. Matching numbers. Super cool. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's probably like, I mean, there's elements of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's elements of like, since I'm like a white dude with like <laughs> yeah. samples and beats, it's, there's an element of Beck. Okay. Um, there's, you know, Gnarls Barkley, there's like elements, there's just, you know, um, I don't know what else, like a lot of old, uh, influences as well. But the point was, is I can't, I I never want to do something that's like, try to sound like something that's been done. Sure. I think, but it's like, I love the sounds and I love the way things were done. So you take that influence for me, I take that influence, but also utilize like the technology that you have mm-hmm. now. Um, so that's kind of what I was trying to do. So it sounds like kind of like a little analog, but there's like some new elements of, you know, things that using some different things that I've never used on a record. And it's fun to experiment, explore with that stuff. Cool. Yeah, um, you had you had me at punk funk. Punk funk it is. <laughs> There's some slap um, bass on it. Yeah, oh, that's I can't wait to hear it, man. Yeah. Um, so, for, first off, I did notice what is that shirt you got going on? Okay, so one of my favorite players of recent years. She was great in college. It's her first year on Indiana Fever. Um, Destiny Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, this is her brand. It's called Anything's Possible. Oh, that's amazing. Um, she's a rookie this year. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how she does. She's one of my, I just love her. Like I loved her when she played in college. I love, mm-hmm. and I, she's gotten some playing time. She's doing pretty good. Um, she's just, she's, she's, she's a dope player. Yeah. We and so, uh, we have a Discord for indie basketball, and a bunch of us did a WNBA fantasy league because this is the first no year way. they did that. I want in on that. Is it, it, dude? It's 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 made me learn so much about the W and like so many players. Like Ryan yeah. Howard is so awesome. Yeah, like, she's so good. Yeah, uh, there's a lot a lot of really good players, and, and oh, it's every player's cool to, good. There's not yeah. there's really not a bad player. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, it's been really cool to kind of you know, discover a lot of new players and stuff. And it, I like college girl women's more. Yeah. But I do like WNBA a whole lot. I bought the package this year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I want in on that fantasy next year. Yeah, dude, next year. I, I want to make this a thing every year for sure. More games next year, possibly also. That would be great. And I don't know if there is, is if expansion that probably won't happen next year, but yeah, that, expansion gonna... possibly would happen. Yeah. Um, that yeah. dude, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. and you, another on shirts, you sent me, you got some merch for basketball quartz. What, what is that? Oh yeah. So that's like my off brand of Gemini parks. Okay. And I haven't really launched it totally yet, but well, it's, it's, it's down the down though. What, what was that? <laughs> I have, I have spoilers. <laughs> no, we got to, I want to start talking about, it. you know, yeah. you come up with the brand before you come up with the whole for sure launch, I think. Um, so yeah, basketball quartz, as in the stone, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's just gonna be 
um, a brand, a clothing brand. And also I'm going to, I like filmed stuff throughout like my entire high school career. Like mm-hmm. I was always filming with like a eight millimeter. I saw you posted some camera. highlights from high school, oh, man. Yeah, I posted that. <laughs> that was a good move. Yeah, it was. Um, so, and then like, so I have to like basketball stuff, I have funny stuff. So I'm just going to edit like little short clips together and that's going to be a part of it also. Dude, that's awesome. People like that kind of content. That, that supposedly. shirt looked awesome. I need to get one of those. Yeah, she's she has a whole brand. Anything's yeah. possible. That's why I, I wore it specifically for the cool. show today. Very cool, man. To promote it because she's great. Yeah, there's there's lots of uh, basketball related because even anniversary had some awesome basketball related merch. Yeah, well, we played <laughs> you know L.A. and Boston, so yeah. kind of had to. I don't know. For it's, sure, it was it was kind of a questionable move, really, because <laughs> you know you're kind of like being like, okay, I flew from out of town and I don't like basketball or the Lakers, <laughs> right. so that's your only design. Yeah, right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, it's 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 a cool cool look, man. Um <laughs> but yeah, let's let's talk a little more basketball. And you said that uh so you grew up in Chicago, you grew up a Bulls fan then. Yeah, a, a Bulls and a Bullets fan. And then also 76ers. Okay. Uh explanation. <laughs> well, my all my extended family lives in Wa- uh, Baltimore, Washington. Mm-hmm. So, and he, we would always go there at least two times a year and my uncle would always take me usually during christmas and he would always take me to a bullets game sure um first time i saw the bullets play they played 76ers with barkley and i fell in love with barkley hell yeah and he has basically i mean obviously jordan because i saw jordan play i think six times i mean Um, you're very lucky in that regard oh yeah definitely um the funniest part is i saw him play the bullets and I had my camera with me and I was taking all these photos and then I got home and there's no film in the camera. It's oh, happened to me twice in like God. moments like that. Once that and then the other, um, the drummer from Iron Maiden came and saw the anniversary play for some reason in oh, Florida. <laughs> I got my photo okay. with them and then I was no film. You know, digital cameras. Yeah. Um, we didn't have those on though. Yeah. But uh yeah, so those that's the reason I liked those teams, you know. Okay, cool. Manute Bull, Hersey uh, Hawkins. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, Do you still are. are you still kind of equally into I mean, are you into the Wizards now? Not as much. I, yeah. I think they're I, I think Bradley Beal's super cool. Um I like Denny. I hope he does better. Um let's see who else is on that team now. It's hard it's to. Hard, it's a tough team right now. Rui, uh, I think he's still on the Rui's team. Rui's cool. Yeah, he's on there. Yeah. So I, I mean, I pay. Yeah, I like him. I just, you know, you don't get ever get to see him play on TV here, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, um, well, Bradley Beal just locked down the. Yeah, I think that's contract. a cool, that's a cool move. Huge. I, I like when I like the whole players staying. Absolutely. Damian Lillard vibes. Yes. Um, but yeah, Barkley's the best. The, the worst part about the NBA is when it gets to the finals and then all of a sudden the TNT crew isn't there anymore. I know. It's like that's some I, I will tune in to just halftime sometimes if I don't have time to watch the full game on Tuesdays or Thursdays, right. depending on when they're doing it now. I would just I would gladly like watch the game, but if they did like radio, I would gladly uh, just listen to that and mute the game. That would be the best. <laughs> 
That'd be amazing. It's the best crew ever. I mean, yes. I don't know how. I, I mean, mean, they I changed. Honestly, they 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 changed the game. Like that 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 crew like got 100. so many people into basketball again. One hundred percent. I mean, it's it's the funniest, most There's, intelligent. It's just the characteristics of each person. It's they all have such a dynamic. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> Sha- Shaq and, and Charles, they're they're kind of on the opposite ends of the spectrum, and they're always kind of buttonheads. Ernie's, Ernie's the the median. Yeah, it's Kenny's it's just kind of like the yeah. Kenny's wild card. Yeah, Kenny's a wild card. You don't know. <laughs> it's best when like Kenny and or uh, Charles and Shaq team up on Kenny. <laughs> like that's yeah, like, oh yeah. So there's lots of antics. It's it's so fun to watch for sure. <laughs> so how'd you how'd you feel about our uh, the Bulls run, and how do you feel I guess going into next year? I thought it, you know. <sighs> It's funny because it was like Caruso. I like him. I just like players. You know, there's very few players I don't like. Yeah. There's one player I don't like right now, and that's Grayson Allen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, but also I didn't like him at Duke, but then when he came into the league and started doing good, I was like, good for him. And then he does um, Caruso wrong. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, that's, that's, I gave you that second chance. Yeah. And but that's kind of how I felt about like Lonzo Ball and Caruso in LA. I just couldn't stand mm. them there. And yeah. then they came to the Bulls. And I'm like, all right, that's why you, you just to be fair though, of, I feel like you know. Lonzo kind of had a shift in his perspective. I did too. I did too. And I feel like once he 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 came into LA thinking he was the shit and yeah. he kind of adjusted and now he's like taken on more of a role player with the Bulls and it's been yeah, awesome. Yeah, I thought that the Bulls did great. I mean, they had so many injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, they need a really good big man. Well, they got, I'm, I'm not going to say Drummond is a really good big man, but they got Drummond, which will help. Drummond can't, I don't know. He's just, uh, yeah, he'll help. But he'll like get they rebounds. Need, yeah, but I don't, he doesn't play fast Agreed. enough. He doesn't get up and down the court as fast as they need someone. They need like a Pau Gasol style player. Like in a perfect know? world, like Miles Turner would be perfect. Miles Sterner would be that exact. I've, I said that to a buddy a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, that but would they be just, great. I mean, like I <laughs> I was saying this all last year during the deadline, like I didn't, I will happily give up Kobe white if it can get us mouse Turner. Oh, well, you, well, there's so many guards right now. Yeah. That I, well, especially we, now that they signed uh Dragic. Did Dragic. I think they're going to get rid of Kobe white and yeah, yeah, probably just him. I think they have to. I mean, there's too I mean, much. Dosunmu is exciting, and I, I honestly think he'll start this year. Yeah, I hope he does. I I, I like him a lot, um, a lot more than I, he, Illinois. I was just like, I don't know. But I, yeah. when he went to the Bulls, and perspective changed, and mm-hmm. I do like him a lot. But yeah, it's they need a. Um, they have like what seven guards or six yeah. guards. I, it's I like don't crazy. think what they've done so far is is enough, especially because like it, you know seeing what they did in the playoffs and how they got out, and then watching like the Celtics in the finals and like uh, we couldn't even do that, you know. I mean, Atlanta's going to be better. Yeah, uh, it's it, Milwaukee's going to be better. Seventy Sixers are going to be better. Uh, it's just they don't. They don't have, they're not going to, Indiana is going to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's cool that they're making the, pl- they'll probably make the playoffs barely again, but they still don't have enough. Yeah. 
I, and especially with like one person gets injured and that's that. Yeah. That's, that's what got us last year too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I am hoping for the best. I still don't think they're there yet though. Agreed. Um, it's going to be a while. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so you said you're, you're also in the college women. So like you kind of, you kind of ranked them out for me. You like, you like oh, yeah. women, women's oh. college. I like NBA probably the best. Yeah. Um, and then women's college basketball, once it gets down a lot of, if I like say that and then someone tunes into a game and it's like UConn versus like, yeah, Johnson County community college, you know, it's like <laughs> 90 to 10. They're right, like, right. what are you talking about? But when you get like South Carolina versus UConn or Notre Dame versus, you know, uh, North Dakota state or uh, North Carolina state, it's, you've it's the games are just phenomenal uh once it gets down to sweet 16 in women's college and the tournament it's the best basketball if you like basketball and you don't like that you don't like basketball in my opinion mm-hmm. it's, it's the best uh all the games are competitive and great you know guys it's uh i mean the tournament's so i don't know not it just doesn't do it for me much anymore. I, I, I hear you i, I feel like like women's basketball college basketball is is more like the show whereas men's college basketball is like i'm just trying to get the nba yeah it's uh it's i don't know it's but it's also just the refing is five Mm -hmm. times worse also (laughs) yeah um and i just don't want to watch it's like watching summer league i've been watching summer league i watch almost every game and it's like the refs are also trying to prove a point because they're trying out you mean like ref richard jefferson Richard Refferson. Uh, yeah, that was awesome to watch. That was. Um, he was he so nervous. His first call. It's like, it's like, yeah, it actually yeah. is really hard. Right. Um, but again, you know, so it's just watching free throws a lot. Right. And that's what, and it just like, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, people are like, well, they should have made, you know, a game and you're like, oh, the refs really, it's like, well, mm-hmm. they should have made their free throws. It was like, yeah, the refs shouldn't have called that. At the, yeah, every play yeah. is every play. There's no like should have or this or should have that. It's one, each play is its own play. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a call, a missed free throw, a turnover, missed rebound, you know. So I don't know. That's my problem with college men's basketball. It's horribly refed. Mm-hmm. It is all the transfer stuff, all what you, even what you said, it's like, there's, you know, a bit of that. And uh, I don't know. So it, I like yeah. it. I will, I'll watch any basketball. If, uh, if there's like kids playing on the street, <laughs> yeah. anyone playing in a park, I'll sit and watch it. If G I'm League? like there, I'll watch any basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely G league. I'll watch the three on three stuff. I'll watch anything. If it's on and I like have time. Definitely. Uh, I'd, I'll, Definitely catch myself watching the uh, TBT highlights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Watch those uh, those best college basketball players who never made the NBA. I'm into it. Yeah, it's great. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch anything. Um, so, do I have this right? You also coached basketball. I did. Yeah. I um. How so, did that come about? Well, I mean. A couple ways. Uh, one, I feel like the only things I don't know. Like I, 
I'm into so many different things, but like <laughs> truly, I think like music and basketball are just passions. And mm-hmm. I feel like I know about the, those are things I totally know about. You know, I do graphic design, I do video editing. I do like a lot of other things, but like someone like a graphic designer could be like, Oh, do you know? And I'd be like, yeah, I have no idea, but I do right. it, you know, but like a basketball coach could be like, Oh, we got to run two minutes. I'd be like, got it. You know, mm-hmm. or like musicians, like let's, we're going to play this in a, and it's like, got it. So those two things I like totally get for the most part. Um, and I was coached very horribly my freshman year um, in high school. And it kind of ruined me for a long time. And I always had that in my head of just like, I could go coach basketball. It's like, as I got older, I was like, I Mm -hmm. coach basketball and do it the right way, the way, you know, not that there's totally a right way, but like there's a right way from how it was handled when I was a freshman. And um, so I anniversary broke up, started this band called the only children. The only children did this U.S. tour. I didn't want to piggyback on the anniversary, which was dumb. Mm-hmm. It was I should have. It was the worst, probably <laughs> most really fun tour, but worst tour as, fun, as far as like making money, bus breaking down, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, no flyers in any town for the show. And then I moved to Canada, and then I wrote another Only Children record and moved back to Kansas, put that out. And that, though we had like a lot of great tours, like support tours, like opening for like Meat Puppets, Portugal the Man, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of great stuff happening. I just, I had gotten married, had a child, and the anxiety of being on the road with that going on at home, I was like, I need to be home. So I kind of was like, I'm burnt on music. Um, what else can I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was in a store and I ran into a, um, teacher from high school. And so we started talking and I was like, any, uh, basketball job opening. And she was like, actually there is. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, come in. Uh, coach Thomas is, uh, is the head coach. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. And that was my coach. Yeah. Um, be- not the horrible experience, okay, but, gonna, but yeah. before then he's an amazing person, coach Ken Thomas. Um, absolutely to this day still a friend still amazing awesome um and so i went and i interviewed for the job and um it was it was between me and another person i don't know how familiar you are with like kansas city basketball but these guys were a few of them you know the rush brothers jerron rush brandon rush brandon Brandon rush Rush, yeah so it was Jerron Rush, who was like UCLA, uh, I think UCLA or UNLV. I think it was, anyways, he got into a lot of trouble with the law. He was like the best of, he was the oldest one. Okay. And he, you know, he was like first round, gonna then got in trouble. And then it was mm-hmm. like he, and uh, so it was me versus him. And I got the job, but probably because I didn't have a criminal record, not because of my <laughs> yeah. basketball knowledge. Sure, sure. And then I uh, coached. Uh, High school, it was girls basketball, mm-hmm. and I started at the freshman B. Next year, I was freshman A, and then I moved to JV, varsity assistant, and I did it for seven years. That's awesome, um, dude. Yeah, and I had a couple uh, – I mean, I had the opportunity to work on the guys' side also, mm-hmm. um, and I coached a lot of the guys during the summer because there was a time in Kansas you couldn't coach uh, your team, 
you're like the during summer during a certain period so i got to coach a lot of really good players there's actually a kid playing right now right now on the sacramento kings um i gave private lessons to he, he'll be like the last player i'm, oh, I'm looking over there because i'm yeah. watching uh that i coached i gave him uh private lessons his name's um jariah horn okay and uh i don't he got picked up but for summer league i don't think he'll make the cut but i think he he'll go g league and i think he has a chance to do some good stuff i mean that's awesome um, man not that like what i taught him was got him there he got him there himself but uh it's cool to have been part of a process of that Absolutely. sort um got to work with some of the kids from uh loyola um saint uh, what was her name uh mary uh who made that deep run chicago loyola yeah yeah there in was, the tournament uh, there was i remember march madness there was like the kind of the nun or whatever sister mary was, yeah yeah so clayton custer ben richards um worked with them they mm -hmm. went to the, the school i was at and then went florida gulf coast made their run a few years before that um I worked with the Brett Comer kid a little bit. So cool. Yeah, it was, you know, I, I, I can see myself going back and doing that again eventually. Um, yeah. I, I loved it so much. It was great. But it was like all of a sudden after seven years, I was just like, you know, you can't, mm -hmm. I can't, the energy of music and yeah, yeah. writing just like it was like, phew, came up. Yeah. And I'm sure a little hard to maintain both. Oh, like, yeah, it was like, <laughs> I just was burnt out on it. I, I mean, yeah. it, I went from like wearing leather pants and like cut off sleeve <laughs> shirts to like polo and khakis coaching basketball. And then Holding the clipboard, something, yeah. something I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, I love basketball. I got to look this way, I guess. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I, it's safe to say that no one I've had on this podcast actually has experience coaching. So that that is very cool, man. Yeah, that's like the thing. It's like um, I was when doing it, it was almost 365 days a year mm -hmm. because I was coaching AAU in the summertime, boys in the summertime. Then you have workouts, you have summer yeah. league, you have it's it's constantly going. It's if you're super involved, we were 6A. So that was like that's the high tier. So you got to keep going or else yep. you're going to lose your job. And so, you know, a lot of times you're like at a bar somewhere and like you're with like rock and roll dudes or whatever. And they're, they start trying to talk, well, this guy needs to do this. And I'm, it, it's like one of those things where it's like, <laughs> and, what? It was like, if you're not in that circle, you don't know. And that's actually, I don't know. I kind of get some, I don't say anything ever, but you know, they're like, I was like, pick your, like, I'll stay like, no, what needs to happen? Is this like, no, that's not, I was like, how long do you coach? Like, yeah, right. I did it seven years, almost 365 days a year. It's like, right. eh, what, you're just playing C and G chords? Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know that sounds dick, but no, not it, it gets annoying sometimes yeah. where it's just like, yeah. I mean, but, I, yeah, I always find myself, you know, I, I'm a big baseball fan too. So I'll, I'll find yeah. myself at games overhearing people say what they should or shouldn't do. And I'm just like, in my it's, head i'm like you have no idea what you're talking about uh, no idea because it's like it's honestly what's in that circle yeah you know it's like but we all do it i do it yeah, too. Yeah. i'm like ku this year i'm like man mccormick don't be a black hole kick the ball out don't hold right. it on the block and fake three times and then get blocked <laughs> um but if i'm saying it it's being said to him 
but I like, you know, I'm Joe Schmo. For sure. Like, KU has the best coaches in the world. They're, they're telling them that. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Maybe they don't want them to do that. What does it matter? They won the national championship. They knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's cool, man. That's, yeah. It, a lot of people will, especially that I have on this podcast, you know, musicians who kind of like used to play, don't really play anymore, but like they still have the love of the game, but you, you clearly still have the kind of the game really infused with you. Oh, I'm still, I, I still, do you, do you still play. Oh yeah. I play every Sunday. Um, awesome. I was playing during the week, um, a few months back, like just going to the rec center and like it, during spring break, it was super fun. Cause it was all the high school kids and playing mm-hmm. against them. And, uh, yeah, I, ha- I have to play. I have to, I still like, I have like on my bed, it's like, I have an acoustic guitar and I have a pad of paper where like, I'll still write down plays that, Ugh. you know, like Amazing. if I can think of like some sort of out of bounds play or sideline slob, out of, sideline out of bounds play, I'll write it down and be like, cause you know, I still talk to my friends who coach and stuff yeah, and yeah. I'm like, Hey, what about this idea? Or like, what about this? Mm-hmm. And my brother-in-law coaches college football. So we talk coaching philosophies often mm-hmm. on vacations and stuff. And uh, it's, I, I love it. I love, I love being competitive. I love trying to make yourself better. I like trying to help other people. I like, you know, so yeah, definitely would enjoy doing it again one day. Definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I know, um, you know, Julian Casablanca's from the strokes. There's a bunch of, they do like a indie rock kind of basketball tournament. I feel like you should be coaching that dude. Are you what? Stop. I should yes. be playing it. You will absolutely, but like you I'm have not, the knowledge. Well, yeah, I'm gonna play though. Like, oh, of course, who, player, co- player those guys coach. Play? You're, you're LeBron James. Those guys play. I don't know how often they do it, but they have done it in the past. Like Justin Vernon from Bon Iver, Julian Casablanca, Albert Hammond Jr. I want in on this right now. I don't know if they still do it, but I know it happened in the past for sure. I'll beat all of them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of people I talk with, they they still play. Like Nick Thorburn from Islands, he he plays. Um, lot, lots of people still playing. It's it's it's, it's good it. to see. Got I, I, maybe that's that's what I need to be doing is I need to orchestrate this the musician basketball tournament. Would love it. Got to have there. <laughs> um, cool. So the la- last thing I want to uh, do is I, I kind of, I mentioned this when I emailed you is do a little game. I don't, I don't know if you're down. Yeah, uh, totally. It's kind of the idea that we want to build a band out of players. Right. Um, so you kind of list whatever player you think would be, what instruments, what, what's the sound of the band kind of craft that all together. <laughs> I like totally looked at, okay. So first off, I think I, when you first said it, I made a list. Yeah. But the way I read it was you're forming a band out of musicians who are going to be a basketball team. Okay. But what you meant was basketball players that are going to be a band. Correct. So what I, I made both. Oh, well, fantastic. So let, let, let's start with uh, which if, one? If, if the basketball players were in a band. But the basketball players are in a band. Okay. So obviously Kevin Garnett on drums. Yes. I think actually I've done this before. 
someone else said Kevin Garnett on drums as well. He just well, had, does have that energy. Yeah, he's the most intense person. Like, you know, it's going to be like a steady beat, somewhat yeah. behind the beat a little bit, too. There's like, some intensity, too. He's going to have his sure, head down yeah. like this, eyes up, just like. Uh-huh. Um, so I have Maya Moore on guitar. Love that. Yes. And I also want her to be the lyricist for the band. Okay. Um, and then on the other guitar, and there's no differential between lead and rhythm. They're both mm-hmm. the same. They'll figure it out. Uh, Pistol Pete. Ooh. I think this Pistol is very Pete, generational. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. This Pistol is Pete time. is such a, you know, he's going to study it and like just do it every day. Mm-hmm. But there's also this like, sloppiness also where it's just like i'm gonna get out there and i don't know what's gonna happen maybe i'm gonna go up here maybe i'm gonna go and I, that's what i love about music yeah you know he's, like I'm he's gonna, totally like a nerd about like guitars yeah. too yeah you could tell exactly <laughs> um then i'm gonna have destiny henderson represent on vocals because i think she's just a badass i like her personality i like her style mm-hmm. and then obviously charles barkley on the bass Yes, it's got. I mean, there's there's no more there's no instrument you, other <laughs> instrument you could play. No, and then you like also kind of think. Well, no, I guess this would be for my next one, so this can't be for this one. But yeah, um, it's uh, what kind of band is that? It's kind of like Gemini Parks. They're kind of ripping yeah. off Gemini Parks. <laughs> it's like punk funk. It's punk funk. Yeah, word of the day. Yes, absolutely. Uh. That's amazing. You, you really, yeah, you got the spectrum. You got some W players. You got some legends. You got some current players. Oh, uh, actually, all, all legends. I don't think you didn't really have any current players in there. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't. But you had, you had the W players who are current players. So I'll put, um, let's see. We'll put, uh, you can add an extra instrument. Maybe, maybe some, yeah, maybe some congas, some, some keys or something or. We'll maybe put uh, Trey Young on Congress. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You got a name? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too tough. Uh, hold on. Do I? <laughs> I could think of one. I just need a couple. I know, seconds. I know yeah. you got a you got a backlog of band names somewhere. I, I do. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on. I do. I have one note thing. That's all band names they're all horrible <laughs> let's say all right we'll call them 92 dt perfect 92 dream team that that yes and that does have a 92 dt is like definitely like an intense kind of punk yeah. punk funk sound to it yeah and it stands for basketball also love it but so what's yeah. the inverse the inverse all right so at the point guard curtis blow because he has the basketball song, yes. all right? And I don't know. I've, like, kind of, like, he might not, you know, you could watch that video and be like, yeah, he's not really balling in this video. So then I'd probably throw, like, little Dirk because he's actually a player, you know? Absolutely. Short. So he's a point guard. Number two, you know, this is musicians that you pick playing basketball. This is the inverse. Me. I'm two. Yeah. Why wouldn't I pick myself? I want to. I want to play. Yeah. I always want to play. Like there's no like. I just want to play basketball all day so you're, long. You're the two. You're gonna shoot it. I'm the two. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot <laughs> it all day long. If I'm missing or making it, it's gonna, <laughs> it's going up. Uh, number three, Queen Latifah. She led her team to two state championships. 
Well, oh, she's, so this is this is factual. She is a good basketball. She's a player. player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she was in uh, that uh, what Super Nintendo Sandler, game, the Sandler movie too. But she was in a, a video game where rappers play basketball. Oh, she was. Yeah, there was like a Super Nintendo game or something with like Coolio and, a, and LL Cool J and a bunch of no people. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that. But she's uh, Sandler's wife in that new uh, yes, yes. Netflix film. Great great movie. I loved it. It was good. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Um, okay, now we're going to get a little goofy. Okay. <laughs> At the four, Gene Simmons. Okay. Because it would be freaky driving the lane, and he's like six foot two, but he wore, what, six-inch heels? Probably yeah. can't get up and down the court very well. We're not going to be great. That's fine. <laughs> but... So you'd be six eight with the heels on, sure. and like that would be like no one wants to drive the lane on the demon, you know. He's he's got a little bit of that KG uh, kind of defensive prowess. And exactly, yeah. might have the fire. Five. Yeah. This could be controversial. Shaq, Shaq put out a, a couple of very good albums. Shaq Diesel is a great album, and okay. like sometimes I'll tell people that and I'll be like ha ha ha, but this is the way you trick them. You just put on Shaq that album. Gotta start at number two because the first song is an intro of him getting uh, picked first in the NBA draft, <laughs> and um, you start playing it. And people are like, "Whoa, what is this?" Mm -hmm. They're like into it, and then you're like, "Oh, it's Shaq." They're like, "Oh, yeah, well, uh, okay." Now we're we're you know? yeah, but it's great. <laughs> I mean, they have Fushnikins on the record. It's a, it's a that first record's so great. Shaq Fu's pretty good too. Yeah, um, and you then, get into dangerous territory when you get basketball players who rap too. I know that's true, but and There's then like af after that, it'd be like MCA, Ad Rock, or Billy Corgan. Because supp supposedly on that tour, that Lollapalooza tour, when BC Boys brought their own basketball goal, which anniversary used to also do, also um, Billy Corgan was dunking. Shit. Yeah, I didn't and, know either. But after I found that out, I was like, eh, he might be a good musician to have on the, you know, a deep back, bench. <laughs> back then. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ad Rock was a good player. MCA was. And now Billy Corgan is running wrestling uh, federations, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> Amazing. Prime, I want prime Billy Corgan on my yeah, basketball team now. <laughs> Dunking. I, you know, I really appreciate that you went both ways with this. That's amazing. That's how I saw it first. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's intriguing. I was like, how, who would I do for, you know, musicians on a basketball team? Well, but, uh, we, we won't do this one, but the other game I, I typically play too is, is kind of coming up with players and being, what do they sound like? So that's, that's the other thing. Like what do you as, mean? What do they like, sound like? As a player. So like, for example, Chet Holmgren, like what, what band is Chet Holmgren? Oh gosh, um, you know, like I think he really wants to be like Kendrick Lamar, but I think <laughs> deep down he's like Jethro Tull. <laughs> yes. I love you know? it. I want to uh, give me a couple more. I like that. Oh, okay. We'll we'll keep the rookie class then. Oh, oh uh, boy. Let's go. We'll just Paulo Banquero. Paulo Banquero. Um. He probably likes J. Cole. You know what, though? I'm going to go because of his uh, Italian background. I'm going to go with Settlefish. Oh. <laughs> All right. An Italian background. Oh, that, that could go very deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jalen Smith. I don't. It gets tough there. 
It, does, it gets tough with me with the rookies because um, I haven't seen a lot of them play a whole lot. Um, How about I go? We go into the W, and you you mentioned what does Maya Moore sound like as a player? Maya Moore, oh, she's like Alice Coltrane. Ooh, love that. Yeah. Okay, last one. Then the other uh, um, W player you mentioned, Destiny. 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 Uh, she's like. I mean, this Blackwood or back Backwood Sweetie, uh, she's like Backwood Sweetie, um, who you should check out. Okay. Uh, or she's like Fuji's, or Ooh. she's also like, kind of like Rage Against the Machine, also. Hell yeah. Uh, Rage yeah, Against the Machine. That that's that feels right. That that feels right. Yeah, she's <laughs> she brings it, but Backwood Sweetie brings it too. Um, I gotta check that. Yeah, check 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 her out. Um, she has this really dope song called "Black Betty." Um, that's great on her record. Um, she actually is on a Gemini Park song also. Oh, sweet, coming out. Yeah, her and Jr. This other rapper from North Carolina. He's a good basketball player. He's a, he played in college. He's a very good basketball player. Awesome. He's a great rapper though. Also. I'm very excited for Gemini Parks. You got you got me hooked. Thanks, thanks, thank you. Um, well, cool, man. Thanks for indulging me in those. Uh, you, you got all three games in one. <laughs> yeah, this has been great. Uh, it's yeah. so fun. I mean, this is. I told someone, and they're like, "Oh, you're, I'm doing a podcast tonight." They're like, "About what?" So it's called Indie Basketball. And they're like, uh, "That is your podcast." <laughs> yeah. And Do I was you like, "Run this podcast." <laughs> I was like, "Yep, that's it." <laughs> I was like, hopefully we don't talk about music. No, just got it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The, yeah, basketball all day long. Hell yeah. Thanks again for joining me. This has been a lot. Thank of you. Thank you. So that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Josh Berminger. It was a lot of fun. Um, make sure when, when he drops it, check out Gemini Parks, his new band. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out. Also, as always, would love your support on Patreon, as I mentioned before. Join us on Discord. Uh, it's an awesome community of people. Join in the conversation. Make sure you're following on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Um, and we still do have a couple items of merch left. But thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.